This is Morning Cannabis, and I am your host, Yessie. Links to all articles can be found on yessiej.wordpress.com. That is Y-E-S-I-J-A-Y dot wordpress dot com. Today is Thursday, January 10th, 2019. In business news, MJIC Incorporated, based in commerce near Los Angeles, is building a superhighway that they say will create the infrastructure to legally transport, distribute, and sell marijuana amid a thicket of regulations that hamper the industry supply chain. MJIC CEO Sturgis Carbon said in a following interview that the company plans to sell shares on the Canadian Securities Exchange via a reverse takeover and has hired Haywood Securities Incorporated to identify a Canadian shell company to enable the deal. In Seeking Alpha's cannabis industry stock analysis, he discussed 2018's four biggest cannabis bubbles, IGC, Pixis, Alefia, and FSD Pharma. He cautioned that investors should be extra careful when businesses announce sudden changes, such as pivoting into the industry because there is a high chance the stock is overheated. Or businesses that claim to operate ancillary cannabis businesses, many businesses are trying to attach themselves to the word cannabis, such as IGC, which suffered a 100% loss after delisting. Rapid Dose Therapeutics Incorporated CEO Mark Upsdell believes that he has positioned his company to be the next big disruptor in the nutraceutical, cannabis, and pharma markets with its quick strip technology. Active molecules are released from the quick strip and are rapidly delivered into the bloodstream. His Canadian biotechnology company provides disruptive proprietary drug delivery technologies designed to improve patient outcomes. In states and federal news, yesterday, the new co-chairs for the Congressional Cannabis Caucus were announced. California Representative Barbara Lee and Ohio Representative Dave Joyce will join Representative Earl Blumenauer of Oregon and Representative Don Young of Arkansas to help shape the marijuana reform agenda in the House going forward. In a press release, all four co-chairs commented on the work they hope the Cannabis Caucus will accomplish from addressing the racial injustices of the drug war to implementing common-sense policies to support medical research into marijuana. With the growing likelihood that the use of recreational marijuana will get the green light in New Jersey, William Patterson University has formed an institute devoted to the topic to help make potential major change as smooth as possible for officials and individuals throughout the state. A dozen university experts in the areas of criminal justice, biology, public health, counseling, and economics have come together for the creation of the Cannabis Institute. Indiana Senator Karen Tillian has introduced cannabis legislation for the past nine years. She says every year the rally for supporters gets larger. About 100 supporters showed up for her recently held rally event. Tillian says she has already filed three cannabis bills, including one to legalize recreationally. In Washington, representatives of the state's Liquor and Cannabis Board will meet at Spokane City Hall on Wednesday to consider changes to rules governing the labeling and visual appeal of cannabis products, just one of many regulatory issues that have cropped up in the now multi-billion dollar industry. That includes candies, cookies, and other sweets that board members had originally considered to remove from shelves beginning in April. But producers and processors are now being given an additional year to comply with new rules that prohibit the sale of marijuana edibles that are brightly colored or look similar to products marketed toward children. 
Agency Director of the Liquor and Cannabis Board, Rick Garza, said the growing pains the industry is going through can be linked back to the same phenomenon that occurred in the 1970s, when Washington's wineries were beholden to distributors rather than being able to sell their product directly. State laws prohibit Washington's marijuana producers from also holding a retail license in a process known as vertical integration, a holdover from state laws governing liquor production and sale after alcohol sales were banned in the United States in the early 20th century. More than a dozen marijuana bills have already been filed on day one of the Texas legislative session, with one of the focuses being on medical marijuana. The new proposals would significantly expand the list of qualifying medical conditions to include illnesses like cancer, autism, chronic pain, and PTSD. Another bill that was submitted would eliminate criminal penalties for Texans caught with small amounts of the drug. In international news, Alberta's moratorium on new cannabis stores is clobbering the fledging retail industry, putting 1,800 jobs in doubt and possibly costing $13 million in wasted leases, say retailers. In a survey of 20 retail-linked organizations, 69% of them disagreed with the move by Alberta Gaming, Liquor, and Cannabis on November 21st to suspend issuing store licenses to better manage inadequate supply of cannabis. One after another, Asian nations are rethinking their stance on marijuana. Growing commercial acceptance and promised economic gains of legalization have spurred a wave of liberalization that has seen a rising number of industrialized countries allow the use of marijuana for medical and recreational purposes. Multi-billion dollar growth projections have even started to give pause to lawmakers in staunchly anti-drug Southeast Asia. In cannabis culture news, Discounted pricing for the Cannabis Conference has been extended past the original December 31st deadline. Early bird registration rates will now expire Friday, January 11th. The event produced by Cannabis Business Times and Cannabis Dispensary will be held at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino April 1st through the 3rd. The conference is backed by an advisory board comprising of cultivation and dispensary experts and features an education schedule with both cultivation and dispensary tracks. The educational program will feature more than 40 educational sessions to help cultivation operations achieve success in this ever-changing industry. Find all registration details at www.cannabisconference.com. A Woman's Guide to Cannabis is a 224-page book by budtender-turned-cannabis lawyer Nikki Fuhrer. In the book, you'll find a breakdown of basic plant chemistry, dosage, tolerance, and how to shop for the type of high you seek, along with helpful tips derived from Fuhrer's experience in the Denver dispensary farm scene. The New York Cannabis Film Festival started in 2015 as a way to combat the negative stereotypes that surrounded the weed-smoking community. Now in its fifth year, on Sunday, January 13th, it could attract its biggest crowd yet now that Governor Cuomo has announced plans to legalize pot later this year. And now that it is in a bigger venue, said the founder of the fest. Leading strategic communications and advisory firm, ICR, yesterday announced the schedule for the 21st ICR conference. It is one of the biggest investment conferences of the year. The event will take place January 14th through the 16th at the Grand Lakes Resort in Orlando, Florida. Their program includes two cannabis segments titled Cannabis Investing, Capitalizing on a New Global Asset Class, 
and emerging cannabis panel, private cannabis companies poised for growth in 2019. Public cannabis company CEOs will talk about their views on the industry and how their companies plan to drive growth in 2019 and beyond. Private companies will cover their plans to deliver value to the industry and grow their businesses through a myriad of product and service offerings. Thank you for listening. This has been your dose of Morning Cannabis.